Behind home plate, we bringing it to him all day. All day. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Birdland. Win or lose, we bringing it to you always. Always. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Orange or black, we rebuild the pack. No matter where we at, you know we coming back. Section 336, we on this, so tune in. Tune in. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Birdland. You know what's up? from section 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to section 336, Next Generation Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your endearingly setting host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Sroka. Hey, Matt, how's it going? I've been better, Josh. Um, I mean... I, I'm playing injured, and then I saw uh, we just watched the the Otani Rodriguez game that was much anticipated. Didn't yeah. go quite as anticipated. No, I mean the Angels didn't beat the Orioles. Otani beat the Orioles. Yeah, I mean Otani let the Orioles in the game, and then Otani beat the Orioles. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you got to give the Orioles credit for scoring five on Otani. I know we're yeah. starting this up like it's a post game show because we're jumping right into it. But yeah, the the fact that the Orioles scored five, you got to give him credit for that. But Otani didn't pitch well enough to win, but his yeah. offense, led by Otani, gave him the win. Can we talk about the Otani home run? He hit well enough to win. <laughs> I know we're jumping right into this, and I'm sure there's like personal, like non baseball stuff to talk about. And I see there's something going on on your face we need to talk about. Yeah, I and, and I need that. to get some updates on you going to some jumbo shrimp games. Oh yeah, I forgot. I went to three games last week. So yeah. yeah, we got all this, but let's just let's talk about this game a little bit. And I'm sure anyone that's listening, they're either watching live tonight or they're going to catch us in the morning, and they're going to be thinking about last night's game, which we just finished. Uh, a game that we knew going into it was going to be tough. Hey, over twenty thousand people for a Monday night game. Good crowd too. If it yes, great game for a Monday night's normally a five thousand person crowd. Yep, but there still should have been more people there. Oh, really? It's yeah, a, I, I was super impressed. I think if you get 20,000, 20, I think that's the number to shoot for. I think that's a good number. No, I think I think it's a great number, especially yeah. with the state of the Orioles. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, if, if you are a big enough Orioles fan that you are listening to this podcast, then I'm irritated that you did not go to that game if you live in Baltimore. Because yeah, you, yeah. I wanted to be at that game to see Otani versus Grayson Rodriguez. You're talking about the greatest player in baseball the the guy who was the greatest player right before him and then you're seeing our number one like pitching prospect i'm surprised josh didn't come to this podcast wearing his otani jerseys how much josh loves otani i do love otani i love the way otani plays the game i like the way that he plays on both sides um that's why we're doing our mlb the show and if you want to join us in our season I don't know exactly how it works, but if you want to join but us in our season, me. we need a few more. Message Josh, but I picked the Angels because I wanted Did Otani. You? Did pick you pick the, the Orioles? Orioles? Yeah, I want to be a homer. Yeah, lame. You were irritated that you couldn't pick the Orioles, weren't you? Yeah, I was, and then I was like, shoot, who should I be? I was debating between the Braves and the Angels. No, Otani, Otani is the one to go to, and I want to be Otani, so I, I will the Angels. I'm um, immediately going to trade Otani though. <laughs> all right, well, I reach out. Okay. Who do you Jack want? Jack Gunner? You want Adley? Want... Who do you want? Yeah. Give me. Give me. Do I have give to give me you a bat and Batista? A give me Cano and Batista, and we'll call it good. I mean, let's let's talk about some realistic trades because I, if I was the Orioles, I would do anything to get Otani on my team next year. 
Um, that home run that he hit. Four hundred fifty-seven feet. Yeah, it hit the gate that by Boogs. That is, I do not remember seeing a ball before that's gone in that area and went over the crowd like that. Yeah, no, I, like, I mean that was as like hard that, of a hit ball as you'll ever see in your life. Right. Like I don't know the measurements and the distance, but if that goes down right field line, that gets close to the warehouse, right? Yeah, I mean I don't know. I'm curious. Like, if you go right down left field. Where is the warehouse feet wise? Well, it's it, down right field. If you go down left, field, I mean right field. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. yeah, yeah, right, right field. But it can't be much further than four hundred fifty-seven feet, right? I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, uh, let's. Um, I don't know. I mean, and the thing just... that also, like, if you look at someone like, and listen, we know a thing or two about seeing massive home runs. Being Orioles fans, it's we've seen a lot of people at massive home runs. Right yeah. down the line to the warehouse is 439 feet. Oh, yeah. So he hits it if he pulls it. Yeah. Oh, if, if we play, if Otani was in the AL East, Otani would hit the warehouse. Yeah. It's wild, though, that no one's ever, we don't talk about this enough, that no yeah, one's that ever, no hit, one's the ever hit it. It's <laughs> yeah. so weird. It doesn't make After, any sense. I remember Randy Mulligan, we were talking about, we were debating Sam Horn. We were debating who was going to be the first person, as if this is going to be a common occurrence hitting the warehouse, then, then no one does it. One it's, guy it does is. it. On a bounce in the All Star game, but no, but no one does it. Um, it wasn't on a bounce. I know. I'm diminishing Ken Griffey Jr. I'm I was going to say guys have hit it on a bounce. Yeah, but um, uh, no, but, Judge, but the crazy thing too is like Aaron Judge. We see Aaron Judge hit hit home runs, but Aaron Judge is like this huge guy. Otani is like six four, skinny, like two two hundred pounds, a skinny dude, and somehow he's able to generate so much power. It's incredible to watch. Yeah, no, it was impressive. Um, but what's really stood out to me about the Otani uh, thing later is something that we have, you and I have been talking about recently. What do you do when you get catch an opponent home run ball? Yeah. Did you see what happened? I I didn't not not with the Otani, but not, not with the Otani ball. Did it happen the with Otani, the Otani ball? The, yeah, the Otani ball was thrown back. There was a ball thrown back in the fourth inning. No. That landed in the ball. first row that was thrown back, and I was so happy to see that in the fourth inning. Yeah, I'm so happy. I, I missed yeah. the Otani ball being thrown. The back. Otani ball was thrown back. Oh, and Andy Andy Casca of the uh, Baltimore Banner went out to find the guy that threw it back. Oh, I and love he interviewed so him. He interviewed him. And the well, Josh, that's said, multiple because I saw the one the fourth inning thrown back. So that was at least awesome. two that were thrown back. That's great. The guy said he, he happened to pick the ball up off the ground, and then everyone started cheering, throw it back. So he got hyped up with the crowd and he yes! threw it back. And he That's said how it's it was, supposed to work. He said it was awesome for 30 seconds, and then I immediately regretted it. <laughs> Which I love. I love that. Yeah, love that's that. an Otani home run that's 457 feet. I don't know about I, that one. Right. But exactly. I, I'm like, with him in Jeter, spirit. You throw the ball back because it's not your team. Jeter, Judge, I'm throwing it back. I would hope that Otani, I'm smart enough to pocket. Yeah. But I, still, I, love, I love that the crowd hyped him up. So, like, if he wasn't going to do that, he's the crowd's going to boo him at that point. Yeah. I mean, I still say that that's a memory of a lifetime. And if you kept the ball, what, 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 what are you doing with the ball? It's going to go up in, you know, a little shelf. And you're going to tell people that Otani hit that ball. I think the better memory is chucking it back on the field. I mean, yeah, that's definitely a better memory. Yeah, who cares about the ball? I guess I don't know. I just love that. I love that the guy immediately yeah. grabbed it. Well, I love we we talked about it, and then I felt like it was a thing that went away, but it was not a thing that has gone away because I saw it twice no. today. 
And it was so a thing that it restored all my faith in Oral fandom. Seeing yeah. Chuck Pick on the field. And I don't know. I don't see it in other stadiums. So I don't know if it's a Baltimore thing. It Josh, how many how many games you watch of other other teams? No, no, no. But I've seen Orioles hit home runs in Tropicana. Oh yeah, that's true. In Yankee that's true. Stadium. Never thrown back. And I yeah. never see them thrown back. Yeah. That's so true. True. I it can't be just a Baltimore thing. But I love that Otani's ball got thrown back. No, did did you see who um who caught Cedric Mullins' home run? Uh, who? Please don't say it was the ball hawk guy. It was the ball hawk guy. Was it the really? guy who was, he he was wearing a, a shirt with like a target on his shirt? Um, you know he's just there to catch home run. But Zach Impel or something or Dimple, I don't know what his name is. But everyone was a little upset, annoyed that he was the one who caught Cedric Mullins' <laughs> home run. But All right. and I now I will I, I will agree with the annoyance. Now a few years ago. Uh, over on SB Nation, Grant Brisby wrote an article saying that throwing back the opponent home run ball is one of the important unwritten rules of baseball. I 100% agree. I totally agree too. 100% agree. I totally agree. And you're right. Because it's it's not just throwing the ball. It, it, what, what you're saying is this ball to me is worthless. I, I, it doesn't even exist to me. I'd rather not have it. This is a valuable thing that, oh, that's never, worth right. nothing to me. Never mind. His article says it's stupid and you should just give it to a kid. But no, oh. you throw it back. You stick with the unwritten rule. I'm telling you right now, if I give it to my son Silas, he's going to take it and he's going to throw it on the field. <laughs> yes. Because uh, I raised him right. So, yeah, I'll give it to a kid and that kid is going to throw it on the field. I, I don't rather understand not have the it. hatred. If he wants a baseball, I'll go to the team store and buy him a baseball. It's not a big deal. But I, I don't another, want that baseball. Here's another article from 2011 on ESPN saying don't throw that home run ball back. You yeah, clearly why? throw the home run ball back. Why are there all these articles? I don't know. Be, be, because you want it to go on your Instagram or something? I'd rather have someone give me a video of uh, me throwing the ball back than have a video of me keeping a ball. Yeah. Get out of here with no, that. You throw it back. I, don't, yeah. I apparently I think it started in Chicago from what I can tell. But, yeah, you yeah. got to throw it back. But, but going back to the tiny thing, it is interesting how – Josh, you're e- enamored. I don't want to say obsessed and love with with Otani. I think those words could describe I'm it. I'm impressed. Um, yeah, impressed. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, that's one word to put it. Way to put it. But but you weren't the only one. Ke- Ke- Kevin Brown from the start of the broadcast was just gushing and gushing and gushing about Otani. Well, um, w- would you rather him gush over Otani or Mister Splash? Uh, Otani. Well, we can get to the birdbath la- later. Yeah. But and and I and I get he is doing something that no one else is doing. I, I remember when he first made his appearance as a you know two way player, and people thought, oh, there are other two two way players. There hasn't been anyone else. There hasn't been anyone else to do the no. two way playing successfully, and he's better than everybody else at both of them. It's right. incredible to me how you have all of these players who are majorly the best players in the world, players who have made it through single A, double A, triple A players who are the best in the universe. And this dude Otani is better than all of them <laughs> pretty much at hitting and pitching. It just blows my mind how good Otani is. Yeah. I mean, Otani's incredible. And yeah, to do that, I mean, he almost got the cycle tonight. Yeah. And no and again, when, the, when this stuff happens, you have to go back to the 1800s to find that the, the, right. the latest guy who pitched and hit for the cycle. Yeah. 
Um, did you have any problem with Grayson Rodriguez's performance tonight? I had a lot of problems. He stunk. He was terrible. He's yeah, he atrocious. To, he costs the game. We lost because of him. To, he's, he seems to give get the most strikeouts, but it seems like he also gets hammered, and it's some of the hardest hit balls when they do make contact. Yeah, I mean, you can just watch him. Just watch where, and we talked about this before. Watch where when he when he struggles, he struggles. Uh, where watch where Adley Rutschman puts the glove, and watch where the ball ends up. And it's it's usually when he struggles, the ball does not end up anywhere near where Adley Rutschman's calling for the ball. It's not hard. His stuff is still great. Um, he's throwing. He's throwing upper nineties. His, you know, his changeup was good. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's just missing his spots. And and it seems like when when Grayson goes bad, he goes bad big time. I mean, this is not the first time that he struggled. If you kind of look at his line, the last two starts, he was really good. Right against, uh, he was good against Tampa Bay, or I guess he struggled against Kansas City, and then before that, he was really good against Detroit two times. Right. Um, where he gave up no runs and two outings. But then he got beat up in K- at Kansas City, where he gave up six runs and three and two, two-thirds. Then he was good against Tampa Bay, and then he got beat up again here with the Angels, uh, where he pitched three and a third and gave up eight runs. And listen, the Angels are a fine offense, but they're not a great offense. The Royals are a bad offense. And so he kind of got shellacked two of his last three starts against not very good offenses. So part of this is learning struggles. I get it. You're just still figuring out how to pitch. But also, like, we're trying to win games now. And when you, right. you know, hit three home runs against Otani, that's probably a game you should win. Yeah. And so but this, we didn't win but this, this game. But this was, right. And I think you can lean on the fact that we kind of chalked this up as this would probably be a loss facing Otani. But we scored five runs on him. So yeah, three dogs. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm not I'm not going to gamble anymore too because go go going into this game and I, and I haven't gambled all year, but I was thinking to myself there was a couple games this year where I'm thinking this is a can't miss bet when like Dean Kramer was going up against Max Freed, I was like that's a can't miss bet the Braves are going to win that game right, by over right. over over a run and a half and yet the Orioles won that game and this one I'm like <laughs> hammer the under hammer the under Otani yeah. Rodriguez this is going to be a pitching duel the Orioles offense is struggling. Rodriguez, you know, it's going to be pumped for the Tani. Right. And it's 14 and then, runs. Uh, yeah, 14 runs. I, I don't know what the over-under was, but I, it was probably like six. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely had to hit the over. Yeah. So. Yeah, kind of wild. Yeah. Um, But a, a rough start to the series. But we were coming off, you know, before that, where we've won the past two series against good teams. Against yeah. a great team and against a good team. So. Uh, we're still looking pretty in the, in the month of May. No, month of May is still looking okay. Still looking fine considering how tough we said May was going to be. And uh, what are we? We're 26 and 15. And there's yeah. no need to panic. Yeah. I, and I, I said it before. It's going to come down to it's no mystery. And we saw it today. It's, it's no mystery about this team. If we're going to be successful, it's going to come down to our start and pitching. And in the month of May... Dean Kramer has been great. Cobb Bradish has been good. Tyler Wells has been great. Um, And if if Dean Kramer and Tyler Wells continue to be great um, and Cobb Bradish continues to be good and we get something out of Grayson and Kyle, then we're we're, going to be okay. We're we're going to be okay. So, I mean, that's the thing to watch for. No, we've got three more games against the Angels, and those three guys you mentioned are the matchups. 
So we're putting good pitching on the mound for the rest of this Angel series, a four-game series, that, hey, if we can split, wonderful. If we can take three out of four, that's outstanding. Yeah, I mean, you can't say enough good things about how good Tyler Watts has been all year. He's been Mr. Consistent, our best pitcher the entire year. Um, who had that, uh, uh, Tyler Wells? And the last two starts for Dean Kramer have been great. I mean, he pitched six innings against Atlanta, only gave up one run. And then he was magnificent magnificent against the Rays, six innings and zero runs. So he's coming off, you know, two starts where he's only given up one run against two good offenses. So if that continues, I mean, that, that bodes really well because Dean Kramer was struggling at the beginning of the season. So to me, I mean, and we can get into it and we can debate all day about Kyle Stowers and talk about should Colton Cowser be here and all that stuff. But to me, that's that's kind of on the edges. Uh, the, what the main storyline this year is going to be, are we going to get enough out of our starting pitchers? This, yeah. And so far, May we have. And the storyline going tonight. into May, the storyline going into May is May is tough. That it, yep. gets, that, that it gets incredibly hard, and we'll see what this team is made of in May. We're 13 games into May, and our, we are 7-6. and six. Yeah, it's great. That's great. We're yep. above 500. I'll take it. And yep. we got three more with the Angels, Toronto, New York, Texas, and Cleveland. So it doesn't, so it doesn't get really easier. Slow down. No. It doesn't get easier. So we're shooting for 500 in the month of May. That's the goal, and right now we're headed for it. Um, so that's good. And you hope you can take – I mean, the Angels are like the worst of that squad. Though, watching tonight's game, right. seeing Otani and Trout, and just watching the whole offense, oh. I, it just, just shocks me. Just out of there. Yeah, it just shocks me that this team with Otani hasn't made World Series appearances, let alone they haven't even made the playoffs with Otani and Trout. So it's well, just, even, it just boggles my mind. Even this year, they've only got 22 wins and they're in third place. Yeah, yeah, what, two games over 500? It just, yeah, I don't 20, understand it. 22 and 20. I don't get it either because it's, like, it's the same thing we always said with Trout. You have the best player in baseball and you can't win. Now you've got the top two players in baseball. And you can't win? Yeah, it's like you got the top two offensive players in baseball. You got the top pitcher in baseball. Um, you just need yeah. to fill in the gaps. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, this is going to be the storyline going forward. Um, this is going to be around the All-Star break. Anyone's The entire storyline is going to be, will the Angels keep Otani? And if they right. don't, where what's is Otani going? And what's, yeah. yeah, what's it going to take to, to give Otani? Yeah. Because he's a game changer. Yep. Like that, we talk about the Orioles scored. Yeah, we the Orioles scored five runs in Otani, but how many runs did Otani score for this team? Yep. It was a three-run homer, and he got on base through four other times. We got what a triple, a single, a walk. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. yeah. Right everything but a double, two singles, yeah. a triple, a home run, and a singles. walk. Yeah. So, it, it, this guy. Scored more runs than your entire team. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it before, but like you could trade for the top hitter available, and or trade for the top pitcher available. You know, what what will it take to get the top hitter available, and then another trade get the top pitcher available, (laughs) or we do one trade and get both? Yeah, exactly. Just give it all. What would cost more to do two separate trades for the top hitter and top pitcher, or one trade for one guy? Probably about the same, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah, it's going to be expensive. But, hey, the yeah. Orioles, if you're looking at prospects, the Orioles are in, have an opportunity. 
Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to a couple a couple of notes I want to get to real quick here. Um, one is Josh, your thoughts. Kyle Stowers, I think he appeared in like thirteen games. It seems like a week ago, everyone's saying Kyle Stowers needs to play more. You're treating yeah. Kyle Stowers unfairly. Give Kyle Stowers more playing time. And then after a week, everyone's he like, stinks. send Kyle Stowers down. What's he doing here? Get him out yeah. of here. He's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the difference a week makes. What, what are your thoughts on Kyle Stowers being sent down? He played in 14 um, games, only had 33 plate appearances. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't doing it. He wasn't doing it. Send him down to the to Triple A. Let him get some more playing time. And when he's hot, bring him up. That's what they tried to do now. But if you're not going to play him, he seems like the type of player that needs to play every day. I think we saw McKenna struggle. Then once he started getting more playing time, McKenna has been impressive lately, and has played all right. I haven't seen that out of Stowers. I what I don't understand if we're talking prospects and we're talking outfielders, what I don't understand is Colton Kowser. Like, Colton Kowser needs to be up in the big leagues now. I saw him on, uh, was it Wednesday I saw him, where he hit first two at-bats for home runs. He crushed it, got two home runs. Right now, Kowser has had more plate appearances with Norfolk than Adley Rushman or Gunnar Henderson, and his numbers at Norfolk are better than both of them were. Colton Kowser should be up here right now with the team. Yeah, I mean, people talk about how much they like. And by the way, the numbers for Colton Kowser. We've had Varvra in right field tonight. Yeah. Colton Kowser's batting 336, an OPS over 1,000 um, yeah. down there at AAA. They just updated the prospect rankings, MLB prospect rankings. Jackson Holiday jumped ahead of Grace Rodriguez for number one on the team. Good for Jackson Holiday. Yep. And Colton Kowser is number three. So people like Joey Ortiz. People who like Heston Kerstadt, people like Jordan Westberg, according to the prospect rankings, Colton Kowser is ahead of all of them. Yeah. Um, so it's not just that he's having a good year. I mean, this has been coming up for a while. He had a great year last yeah, he year. Kept moving up. He's a highly respected prospect. Yeah. Um, like I don't know. I guess he's probably not on the forty man, and that's the hold up. Yeah. But when you talk about this team, and when we talk about how we love how Elias is making moves every day to win tonight. Tonight, Colton Kowser should have been in the right field. Now, yeah, no, no, making I, yeah, your I, first major league appearance against Shohei Otani is intimidating. At least yeah, I would think it is. Yeah, I mean, but the on base percentage is four seventy seven. I mean, it's kind of silly. He's got eight doubles, already has seven home runs right. this year. He's got nothing it's to prove. Possible for him to play better. It's literally impossible for him to play any better. Um, the only thing you worry about is Vavra is not an everyday player. Um, can you play Kowser every day? And what does that mean? Does that mean Santander is playing more first base? Does more that DH. mean or DH? Does that mean like how are you making room for Colton Kowser? If yeah. he's playing, if 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 Santander, do you want to get him in the outfield? Does Hayes have to sit? Like where where are you getting playing time? Yeah, it means sitting Hayes. It means DH in out of your outfield. It means letting Santander DH. It's let him play first base and let Mountcastle DH some. It's playing with that DH spot to get more guys in. And it's looking at some of these other guys that are not part of the future and saying, thanks for what you did this couple months. But 
I, I still want, I want McKenna on the bench for speed and late innings, but I don't know. You might have to part with a guy like Varvara. Yeah, you know, I think the guy to go is not Vavra. I don't know why you hate on Vavra. I, I think the guy to go is Ryan O'Hearn. If Santander okay, can yes. play first base, yeah, I, forgot, well, I forgot Ryan O'Hearn. You're right. If he can, if Santander can play first base, then why do you need Ryan O'Hearn anymore? He seems the kind only, of obsolete to me. So, um, the only signing of a position player that I feel that you did this offseason that has brought value is McCann because you needed a backup catcher, and then Adam Frazier. I have been impressed with Adam Frazier. Other than that, all the other guys you brought in to fill holes, we got to start looking about those holes and be like, hey, if we don't need a filler anymore, we've got Colton here ready to go. Well, and you could argue, like, I, and I, I like Adam Frazier too, got the home run tonight. Like, I'm a fan. And it's funny, when he hit the home run, he was the first one to get a home run off of Tani. And, like, the fans were excited, but you could also tell, like, the fans were just so surprised. <laughs> we were not expecting Adam right. Frazier to come up here and hit a home run off Otani. This but is he's not how we thought it would go. He's already got um, more than he had last year. Yeah, he's got that sneaky pop. Um, but the, the argument against that, Josh, is you could also easily argue that Ortiz, a combination of Ortiz or Vavra or even Jordan Westberg, could be giving you just as much production at second base that True. you're seeing in Adam Frazier. Well, and that's again, that's balancing out. You sign these guys to fill holes so that people could work their way out in triple A. Well, now we've got guys who have played themselves out of triple A, and you have to decide how to fit them on this roster. And it means some of these placeholders you're going to have to get rid of. And it's a balance of does delaying Kowser from coming up so that you can show off Varvra. A little more, if so, you can show off O'Hearn a little bit more to try to trade him for anything worth it, or is it just time to say goodbye? Another team will grab you because you're okay. We just can't hold you anymore. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the Orioles are trying to trade O'Hearn. I don't think they're trying to trade Vavra. I don't think that's why they're playing. They're I, I think playing they're in because we're, we're, we're beyond these guys would be ready yet. Right, we're beyond showcase mode here. The only reason they're playing right. is because they think you're right. The guys at AAA are not ready or still have to work on something. But tell me what Kowser still has to work on. I, I'm not Mike Elias. He, I'm not Sigma. He should Dell. be up I'm here not, tomorrow. I'm I know not Mike Mike's a little busy uh, uh, watching Otani and wishing he had Otani tonight. Notice that him and Sigmaidel were both at the game tonight to check out Otani. But uh, yeah, you got to get Kowser up. He needs to be on this plane. Yeah, and I tell you what, the corresponding move for me is, I mentioned the Ryan O'Hearn, that seems like a simple solution, but then the corresponding move is, well, that opens up a spot in AAA. Oh, who's the hottest player in the minors outside of Colton Kowser? A guy named Heston Kerstad. Oh, Heston Kerstad. (laughs) Yeah, bring him up. You're right. Who is ready to go up to AAA now, I believe. He was 24. He's older. Yeah. And he's ready to go to AAA. So hot that, yeah, we could end this season with both those guys up in the majors. Yeah. Yeah, so it's... Um. Yeah, it should be interesting and fun, and that's something I think about too. When we talk, we mentioned about the trade deadline, and I know we're far off that. But then I was thinking about this the other day. Like, on the one hand, I think the Orioles are going to be active at the trade market because they have to be. They have too many pieces, and like it would just make sense to to deal and make a trade to upgrade. Yeah. On the other hand, I think like offensively, are you going to find someone in the trade market that's better than Colton Cowser? Like that, I don't know if you'll find someone. Better than Colt Hauser for your outfit. No, 
No, I don't know if you find someone better than Jordan Westbrook for your infield. So it's like, no, it's pitching. It's pitching what you're going to look for. It's a starting pitcher. Yeah. I think it's going to be a starting pitcher. Like Okani. Wow. Or, uh, yeah. Or who's the guy? The guy from the the, the Brewers have a couple starters over there. We can can take that guy who pitched for the Pirates. What was it Mitch Keller or something? Can the Pirates continue to to lose games and can Mitch Keller be available? Because that guy was like 14 strikeouts. He was ridiculous. Yeah. Hey, yeah, the other thing right. I want to mention, just one more thing before I forget, I about the Otani thing. Yeah. And this has been going on all year. And so it's not an Otani thing. But like Otani is just the most obvious with Otani because he talked about it so much. Josh, the sweeper. Everyone's throwing the sweeper. The sweeper didn't exist a year ago. Now Otani throws it hundred percent uh sixty percent of the time. Everybody's throwing the sweeper. It's, Why have we difference? it's a slider? Why have we? Say, isn't it just a slider? Yes, Otani throws no sliders, but all sweepers. Mm, we called that a slider last year. I don't know what happened, but we changed the word from slider to sweeper. Now no one throws a slider anymore, and everyone throws a sweeper. And I don't understand what has happened. I feel a little bit bamboozled well, that someone had a meeting and decided to call the slider a sweeper now, and no one told me. All right. Well, a sweeper is a horizontal slider. So it has less downward movement than a slurve, but it still moves up and down, like a like horizontal. You know, moves. Okay, down. if it but moves up and down, it's a curveball. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. that would be a curve, and then a slurve would be a sliding curveball. So a sweeper is a horizontal slider. It's meant to look like a fastball to the pitcher, okay. to the batter. Okay, but last year it was a slider. Last year that pitch was a slider. And now it's a sweeper. A sweeper. Here's another uh, thing from the New York Times. The sweeper. What does New York Times knows about baseball? They the always, they still do m.l.b. But, but here's the article. The article headline is a newish pitch on the block. So they're also admitting this. So they said, what's the difference between the sweeper? The sweeper moves side to side. That's a slider. But it, but it does not plunge downward like a slider would. Or a curveball. You just Otani, said the opposite in those two definitions. You said the, de- yeah, because, the other one was you know, horizontal. Cause, this one's saying cause, horizontal. No, because I'm an idiot. And horizontal is left and right. Vertical would be up oh, and yeah, down. Oh, ver- ver- yeah. Ver- ver- vertical would yeah. be up and down. Yeah, so yeah. I said the same thing. I just had the word horizontal wrong. Right. So a slider um, has always been horizontal. Yeah, but a slider drops also. A slider comes in at an angle. It goes, you know, it goes like this. Right, right. I mean, uh, I, I guess... Uh, uh, but but Josh, you have different curve, right. like you have tight curveballs, uh, and then you have you know big sweeping curveballs. But we don't like call different curveballs different things based on how much well, they drop. You have the slurve and a curveball. Um, right, whatever. I'm not. I don't want to get all thing. I just think we're. Mm, I think we're making stuff up here. Plus, um, you have I'm a calling a little BS curveball. Here. Yeah, like we acknowledge, like a pitch could look a bunch of different ways. Like you could have a slider that goes a little bit different. Like ten guys go slider, and every slider does something slightly d- different. I yeah. get that, but I thought we came up with this with, ter- with this ter- terminology: slider, mm-hmm. curveball, fastball that we can group all this stuff into. Now, all of a sudden, yeah. we have to. We well, can't just say slider; we have to say sweeper. Well, what if you? Well, all right. There's two things going on here. One, all right, there's a might be a little difference because the slider doesn't move down as much as a normal slider. But the big thing going is sports broadcasters love names. 
So if they can come up with sweeper, it's going to get trendy to call everything a sweeper. Are you telling me no one threw the sweeper three years ago? Uh, Garrett Cole had his gyro. That's probably the closest thing. Okay. You talk like you're an expert <laughs> on who's throwing this. I bet a bunch of people were throwing what we now call a sweeper three years ago. We just called it a slider. Let's see. Who throws a sweeper? Uh, uh, Otani throws it uh yeah, Otani All the time. throws the, the best, apparently. Sometimes down the middle because we were crushing some. He left a couple sweepers down the middle. I think all our home runs maybe were off sweepers. All right. But anyway, I'm, it's just... I'm not seeing... Uh... All right, we, we can let it go. A couple other notes I want to get to. Adley Rutschman has now, as of yesterday, Josh, played in 162 games for the Orioles. Well, what's or has been Orioles on the team record? for 162 What's the Orioles games? record for that 162 games? Take a guess. I would go with 162. 93 and 69. I'll take it. That gets you in the playoffs. Not too shabby. Not, not yep. too shabby. Um, it's interesting. I feel like, you know, we haven't done anything in free agency. We haven't done anything big time in trades. So it's like this this team is interesting how Adley was kind of the thing that turned it around. It wasn't like we also brought in these top free agents. It's just been some of these young players coming up and kind of growing up and finding some kind of amazing bullpen arms. Um, and and it's just interesting how we got here. But yeah. without spending any money or making any big trades. But yeah, props to Adley, not, not, not 93 and 69. I mean that's play that's a playoff team right there. No, and it's right. We point to Adley because that's a key part, but really it's just the sign of it's like that's when it clicked. And I was like, all right, there's liftoff. You want to talk about liftoff? Adley was the fuel to the fire. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. Um, other note, I want to mention, Josh. I know you have some thoughts on this. Um, bird bath. The Orioles unveiled Mr. their Splash. bird bath, Mister Splash. There, uh, he's, he's got a, a hose out there. He's squirting people down. Uh, was it section eighty six, section eighty seven? Is one yep, of the section eighty six. All right, twenty bucks. It seems to be a, a sold out ever since they announced it. They sold two thousand tickets in in like the first forty eight hours. That's good marketing, Cole Irvin. You know what you're doing. Someone get Cole I, Irvin on the PR team. And give him a raise. Oh, I spoke That's to Cole stuff, Irvin. Josh. Yeah, Cole, I spoke to Cole Irvin this week when I saw him down in Norfolk. Oh, about the birdbath. About the bird bath. Nice. What do you say? Uh, he says that it's nice that some of the articles are giving him credit for it, but that he doesn't really care about credit. He's just glad the fans are having fun and that they're getting involved in the team. So yeah, no, it's a little political correct answer. Yeah. I mean, it's not about credit. It's, it's, it's cool. It must be cool for him to see something, an idea he had and it actually work out and be, yeah, it seems to be pretty, pretty successful so far. And yeah, and it seems like they have some options to make it even it, better. Right. The only thing annoying about it is Kevin Brown. Yeah, he's a little too into it, maybe. They're, the Orioles are really pushing it on the TV broadcast. Yeah. Where the I first like time that. the first time they had the bird bath, it was a little bit ridiculous. It was cutting there like yes. every 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 five every minutes. It was cutting to the, yes. Yeah. But no, it a little bit it's more. fun. We always talk about how the Orioles need to do. For years, we've talked about the Orioles PR and how the Orioles do a horrible job engaging with their fans. And this is a... This is a spot on. This is what they needed to do. This is a great thing. We talked about this. I shared on Twitter that we talked about this 
a month ago and got yeah. attacked about it because uh whatever not getting into it but you know there's other podcasts that want to take credit for everything when we talked about it a month ago what podcast war let's go josh the podcast war oh, no 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 because some sites have fans that are a little obsessed and will go yeah. and attack you so we'll leave yeah. it alone no and i'm glad other people take credit sometimes because i think about this like there's some people who do the orioles thing like think of our our guy our friend um eric rdt um who's a friend a friend of ours forever yeah um and like he is i I don't know i don't know his financial situation i don't know if he gets paid how much he makes but like he is 100 like invested and like does this it's more than a hobby right it's oh it is his full-time job is it a full-time job i didn't know that okay yeah 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 he writes for barstool sports okay um but i don't know if he did other stuff on the side to to make ends meet but um, but like some people are like, like we're like, this is a hobby. It's a little more than a hobby for you with Birdland sports and the t-shirts. Right. But, but, but for way, me, this is very much like I, I, I have no desire to break news because no. I'm not trying to increase my credibility and, 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 and do these things that a full-time employee, you know, right. working for the Orioles are. So I, I'm okay with giving credit to guys who are out there grinding every day, Yeah, you know, to no. try to, and, to try to make a and career we, out of this. And we love RDT because he's a fan, just like us. He's doing yeah, absolutely. it not as a job. He's doing it as a passion like we do. That's absolutely true, so, yes. No, so things blew up on Twitter a little bit. Um, but RDT and I talked outside privately about it, and we were both on the same page with this yeah. whole thing with, with Birdbath. Twitter just went a little crazy because people are crazy. Well, and it's, it's um, my issue, and this is why I stay off Twitter a lot too, is because with like most things, like it warrants a conversation. It's hard to explain yourself in just these characters that are randomly seen. And it's like I I, I like this format, the podcast format, yeah. to engage about things like the birdbath as opposed to a, a thread on Twitter where no one understands kind of right. the background, the context, but, uh, uh, but or the nuance. But the it's, point is, Orioles PR is doing some good stuff. Absolutely, and the birdbath is one. Twenty of the bucks is a great deal too. Done yeah. This year. yeah. And they did cheap bleacher seats. They're doing certain nights with. Uh, they did the Cedric parties. Mullins cycle fifty percent off tickets. Yeah, you see that? Did you see? I did see that. Did you see the Cedric Mullins kid was at the game tonight? Yeah, from Twitch. The I I can't get away from it, Cedric Mullins or whatever guy. Well, because I saw the video of um, whatever that guy catching Cedric Mullins home run. Yeah, and someone went up to him said, you know that that ball hawk, and someone said, hey, listen, you you, you should give to that guy. And the ball hawk was like, um, wait, he said no. <laughs> he said, no, <laughs> it's my ball. No, that yeah, they, 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 they were like, oh, it, it, you should give the Cedric Mullins his biggest fan or whatever. And then, and, and, and he was like, well, now I'm Cedric Mullins' biggest fan or something. Oh, so, hey, all right. All right. I don't like that. Uh, yeah. You used to see that video. It's really obnoxious. Sorry. But, but yeah, you, 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 you can't escape him. And Cedric Mullins had two diving catches today and a, and a home run. Cedric Mullins, we probably don't talk enough about how good Cedric Mullins is. And his um, defense has year. been outstanding this year. This week, he's had yeah. highlight after highlight. If he doesn't win a gold glove this year, yeah. I'm never watching another baseball game. <laughs> uh, let's not put it out there. But, yeah, he deserves a gold glove, definitely. Yeah. Um, but a little bit of FOMO, you know, a little bit of you're missing out on yes. this birdbath. Yes. I, I, I mean, 
after the first night where they did it and, and Mullins hit the cycle, the next day Silas came to my room because he always watches the condensed games before I wake up. And he always comes and wakes me up and, t- and talks about the condensed games. And he came up and told me about, and all he was talking about, not about the the cycle, all he was talking about was the birdbath and how they were shooting water in the stands. Um, and that's what it's about, right? The, the yeah. kids love it. It's it's fun. Um, I was excited. So what about the cycle? And then I, he didn't know what the cycle. I had to explain it to all him. Right. But he was all about the birdbath. So, no, and that's what we that's want. Cool. The birdbath is engaging people that normally wouldn't go. I do have a little concerns about the birdbath because they're doing it every night. I felt like it should have just been a weekend thing because I'm really afraid of the birdbath in like, I don't know, July if the Orioles struggle and there's 10 people in the birdbath and Mr. Splash is out there with 10 people. I got some hesitance and concerns about that. Well, I mean, they, the deal is they want more ticket sales during the week. I mean, the weekend series no, was get, good attendance. They want more ticket sales during the week. Mother, Mother's Day I saw was a sellout. No, what? no way. Yeah, that's what I saw people complaining about. People complaining about? Yeah. Let me tell let me see what the actual attendance was for Mother's Day. I saw Friday, I think it was like twenty five thousand. And it felt like a really loud, good crowd. But but no, I think I think the I mean Silas said he he wants to go to a birdbath game. He wants to sit in that section. I I think I mean it's just yeah. one I like that they just do one section. I think they're gonna be able to sell out that one section pretty easily throughout the summer. Yeah, that's true. Um, 36,000 people there for Sunday's game. Wow, that's a huge crowd. Yeah, <laughs> for a Mother's Day. Like, th- that's what the difference is with the Orioles, is the Orioles are playing well enough that you can have a casual conversation of, hey, Mom, how about we all go, how about the family goes to the Camden Yards? Yeah. Because the weather's oh. nice, the team's winning, it's fun to be around. Well, And I was, I was playing softball today here in Macon, Georgia, and a guy came up to me and said, hey, I saw that bird bath. What do you think about the bird bath? <laughs> Even Aaron and Mick talking about the bird bath. And then we got in a conversation about the Orioles here. But um, but yeah, I mean, the Orioles are talk worthy. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah, they totally are. Uh, number four this week on the MLB Power Rankings, which yeah. is outstanding. Because you know Absolutely. people hate the Orioles. So Absolutely. if you're putting them as number four, you know they're really number two, but you got to knock them down. Yeah, the entire world hates the Orioles. So let, 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 led by Buster Olney. So there, exactly. Buster Olney saw that number four. He probably threw his phone across the room. Ah, uh, number four. <laughs> That's your Buster Olney impersonation? Uh, uh. I'm going to go milk some cows. Ah, uh, right. yeah. in my home he in li- Montana. He, li- he lives in Montana, right? Out in the yeah. nowhere. <laughs> and, and, and the problem is, if if you heard Buster Only, if you do you ever listen to Buster Only podcast? You still listen to it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. every day, but I, almost every day. I I understand that Buster Only like does his podcast from airports and stuff, and I get yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Why is the audio so bad? Like, why does it sound like he's calling in on a from a flip phone from ten years um, ago every time to do it? Yeah, I don't know. It's just you can tell with the airport because he he's legitimately whispers the entire episode. And why are you whispering? Your buster only. It's the interview. I know. Like you, like, you, you, and you can corner? get a room. You can't. Every airport has these little office suites you can rent now. Yeah. ESPN will pay it, but forget yeah. that. Go into a corner and start screaming and yelling. People will come around and watch. I'd watch the Buster Only podcast live in BWI. Yeah. Yeah, it's always it's always makes me laugh. But um, Josh, how, how was you? You mentioned seeing Colton Kowser 
hit, hit some bombs. Yeah. How was your so, experience? You talked to, oh, to uh, Cole Irvin. How was your experience with the, uh, you know, watching the a, Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp? I had a great time. I went on Wednesday, and I, I it was a day game, and I uh, I tricked work into saying, "Hey, let me take the sales staff out as a good time out on the field." Uh, or out to the game to kind of get along, have our sales meeting there. So we did that. And uh, the Jumbo Shrimp, the Jumbo Shrimp people are great. The PR is great. They, get me, I get, they give me a press pass for all their games so I can go as Section 336 Birdland Sports. Love that. Free parking, everything. And uh, so and nothing to say bad about the Jumbo Shrimp. Great organization. And then I get, and the stadium's nice. For as far as minor league stadiums, it's a great stadium. So first game, I see Kowser hit his two home runs. DL Hall pitches outstanding. They, oh, they yeah. lose like they lose like three to two or something. Um, anyway, at, late in that game, I go down to the bullpen. I don't know a lot of the guys on the on the bullpen. They're hard bullpen guys are hard to recognize, especially when it's AAA guys you don't see all the time. Sure, so yeah. I go down there, but I recognize Nick Vespi. So I've I've. Had some interactions. His face has been on lots of your T-shirts. Sure, you right. remember I, that I've face. Got, well, and he's got the hair and everything. And I've had some yeah. interactions with conversations with Vespi. He's one of the guys I sent shirts to down in uh, Sarasota. So I go down and talk to Vespi for like an, two innings, and all, and have a good conversation. And I say, you know what? I said tomorrow I'm just going to bring T-shirts for the entire team. I've got a bunch of T-shirts at home. I'm just going to throw thirty large and extra large t-shirts in a bag and i'm gonna bring the other teams and uh nick says that's out, that'd be outstanding everyone would love that so i said all right i'll hit you up so i'm texting with texting with vespi the next day this is thursday mm-hmm. and i text him and I, he says yeah let's meet at six o'clock i'll meet you on the side door and i'll take him in because they won't let me take a big bag into the stadium okay so i'm driving to the stadium and this is like five o'clock five thirty I get a Vespi text me and says, hey, you're going to have to meet Zimmerman instead. Trust me. Just, just Bruce will come out. Bruce local will meet you kid. at 6.15. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so local kid. I haven't met Bruce Zimmerman, so it was good to meet him. But yeah. it got me thinking immediately, hey, why can't Vespi meet me? Mm. And so I texted him. Of course, we know said, now, but yeah. I said, I said, all right. I said, by any chance are you heading to BWI? Or head, I said heading to JAX, JAX. And – uh he didn't respond until the next day. And then he said, yeah. he said, responded with a thank you. Couldn't say anything last night. Yeah. So that was cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, anyway, I met Bruce Zimmerman, gave him the shirts. Um, and then I go to watch the game. I take Kelly this to this game Thursday night and come out. And first thing I notice is some of the, uh, the player development coaches, are coming out wearing my shirts. Oh, that's cool. Like out on the field. So that was a cool yeah, experience. No, cool. To see yeah, yeah, it's cool. Them wearing Birdland shirts. Yeah. So then I, uh, I don't do any. I watch the game. I enjoy the game. I only stay maybe six innings. Hey, by the uh, way, not to interrupt you, but did you see on the broadcast? I forget who hit the home run, but they did a shot of the Homer hose. So someone had a, a mini Homer hose, and it, no, it looked just like yours. I assume place. it was yours. <laughs> All right, people have been sending me photos of their Homer hoses that they're taking to the stadiums. Yeah, no, so this was, was one. I'm, I'm almost certain it was one of your Homer hoses. I don't know if there's other knockoffs tonight? out there. I, yeah, at tonight's game after one of the world's home runs. I've mailed out enough that I had to go buy more parts 
uh, yeah. at Home Depot yesterday to make more. Yeah, and it was a good so, live action shot of them drinking from the Homer hose after yeah. the home run. My Homer hose yeah. fits perfectly in the clear plastic bag that you're allowed to take in, by the way. Nice. nice. Getting good praise. All right, I got to find that. That'd be, yeah. That's great. It probably is one of mine. All right, so anyway, I deliver the shirts, hang out, take off, come back the next day, and the, Friday night, and I'm taking Emma and Camden to the game this time. And so I got some tickets, and I got them right down by the dugout. So as soon as I get there, it's early. Everyone's stretching, warming up. I see another guy wearing another guy on the field wearing one of my shirts. Oh, nice! And it's like that's cool. I didn't recognize the guy, but he's wearing one of my shirts. The 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 dugout, the the players from the dugout come out, or the the all the backup pitchers all come out. And while they're walking to their seats, one of them points to me and says. Hey, you're the guy from Birdland Sports. Oh, nice. And I said, yes, I am. And Emma was extremely impressed. (laughs) You know how the kids get impressed when someone from Section 336 comes up and says, hi, a listener. Well, here I had a player who knew who I was, and Emma was very impressed. So that was cool as a dad. That's cool, yeah, yeah. Um, I then had uh, D.L. Hall's dad sit next to me for the game. D.L. Hall is Houston so, County, right here in my backyard. Right, right. so D.L. They made the trip down for the a few days. So I met. So that day, I met a few of the pitchers. I met D.L. Hall. I met his dad. I met his brother. I met the two fan, the two friends that were from that video that they made at the beginning of the season. So I saw. Uh, so that was a cool experience to see some of those young guys and yeah, talk to some cool. of those and uh, starting to yeah, build those I relationships mean, for Birdland Sports. Yeah, that's I mean that's the thing about my Miley games is you can get interaction with players that are unlike anything else. Like it's just a different world, a different no. environment where you can interact with players on a much more personal level, um, whether through t shirts yeah. or just through really autographs cool. or whatever. They're so yeah. approachable in the minors. Right. I I didn't ask for any autographs um because I'm trying to do the business relationship thing. But yeah. They were completely accessible for autographs. I did get a ball. The ball was during batting practice was knocked out of the stadium while we were walking up to the stadium. So that's okay. the other cool thing about these this minor league park is the balls they hit them out of the stadium and like into the street, which is cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I definitely recommend always going to a minor league game. Saw great. Uh, saw DL Hall pitch great. Saw I saw Cole Irvin pitch outstanding. Yeah, uh, he's he putting together now. He's had a couple he's, good starts. Yeah, yeah, and then Colton Kowser's unbelievable. Westbrook had a good, a good couple games while I was there, so uh, it was fun to see. Yeah, cool, cool. All right, I want to ask you about that. Yeah. Um, All right now, what's going on with your mustache? You know, a lot of the guys in the bullpen had a mustache. Now you've shaved down to a mustache. Is this a permanent thing, or is this a? Uh, is this the thing? No, I'm trying it out. I don't know if it's permanent. I'm trying it out. Oh. But Josh, that's do you I'm, know? That's what I'm doing with the top of my head. This is out. the this is the most concerning thing. So I, I I did the mustache today. Yeah. And and I and I walk out and Silas sees me and like stares at me shocked. And then you know what he says? He says, what? "Dad, you look like Spencer Strider, <laughs> like the Braves pitcher who we saw yeah. when we went down there." And I was like, Silas, what, 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 how about like John Means, right? <laughs> it looks like right, John right. Means. And he gave me a who? Forgetting about John Means just because he's been on the shelf a little bit. But no, uh-huh. he, and he kept he kept on saying, yeah, you look just like Spencer Strider. And I'm 
I'm concerned. This goes back to my fight of of you know raving, yeah, raising the kids fan. in Braves country. That when he sees a guy with a mustache, he immediately makes the connection connection to Spencer Strider. And it was because when we went, you know, a couple weekends ago to Truist Park and Spencer Strider, like that was a thing where fans were wearing mustaches and this whole thing. Yeah. And so of course that's where you know I got it from. But that was that, that was concerning. Um yeah. and then and then yeah. I had a uh, yeah. Go Taking ahead. them to some Norfolk games, all the guys in the bullpen have mustaches. Yeah, it's so. uh, mustache. And then I don't know if you can see it on here, but I had a softball game today, and I had a nasty shot. This never happened to me before, Josh. I got a shot in the in the eye. I got hit with the oh. a softball in the face, oh, and I that got sucks. I have not cut above my eye. Before. It was one of those things, a line drive right at my face, and it was a hard hit ball, and I had my glove up, and I don't know what happened. I don't know if the ball was moving or if like I was moving my glove too fast because I was like I was already thinking there was a run on second. Who was you know leading off yeah. and I was going to turn a double play, but the ball skipped off my glove, hit me right in the face, and I got a nice little cut above my eye. So my my just you know adventures with softball down here in Georgia yeah. continue. It's uh, AJ says that you look like Drew Rom, but probably more like Dan Connolly. That's. uh, all right i'll start i'll start rating i'll start rating um star spangled banners here um all right well i'll tell you all the ones in atlanta were f's um all right but assault that softball to the face you got to be careful with that i was i was in a game a couple weeks ago and on the other field an ambulance had to come and it was because of that exact same thing guy playing shortstop line drive came at him and he put his glove up but the ball moved a little bit and got him right in the face and broke his nose yeah I mean, they just, Josh, they just hit the ball so hard. I don't know. They got, you just, you're playing against a bunch of kids, a bunch of college kids who clearly played it's, baseball in, in, in college. Yeah. Like this, well, and it, it's just, everyone crushes the ball. It's just no, wild. down south, it's, still it's definitely different. It's, it's yeah. definitely different. I've adjusted. Um, and hey, somehow, and I picked the ball up and I threw the guy out a second. I still got the out. Good job. But, uh, but then I had to come out of the game because it was just bleeding profusely. Oh, that sucks. Good job. Good job making the play work, though. Yep, still got the out. Um, I'm telling you, I'm starting to hit the ball harder. I don't know why. I don't know if it's playing year-round ball now, but I'm hitting the ball harder than I did years ago, even though I'm older. So, mm. I think yeah, you gonna try for the Orioles? Something to do with it? <laughs> Not there. I don't think I can hit a baseball. I can hit a slow pitch softball. Oh, uh, also, one more comment in my kind of fighting to keep Silas to be an Orioles fan. Yeah. Um. We we got a gift this week, um, or I guess oh, no. the end of last week. Oh no! A gift from the Baltimore Orioles. Oh, um, okay. All right. Good. 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 This is your TikTok. You shared on TikTok. Silas doing the the sprinkler and the faucet celebrations at Little League. So yeah. Orioles and reached out to you. So Orioles reached out to me and said, "Hey, we saw Silas doing the celebration. We want to send him a gift." I said, "I appreciate it," and I gave him the address, and then sent a gift, and they sent him. All a, right. Here we uh, go. How cheap are the Orioles? But no, Josh, this is a thoughtful gift they didn't have to give at all. You know, I once wrote a really nice letter to Steve Jobs about how the iPhone really affected my life and uh-huh. changed like this thing when uh, Brooke was born and stuff. And you know what he mailed me? What? A car charger for my phone. Car charger? Yeah, a $20 cord. <laughs> So let me. So there's my there's my experience. Now let's see what the Orioles did for you. They sent an Orioles cap. Okay. 
and about like 20 that. stickers. <laughs> oh, do I have, do I have sound effects on here? <laughs> no, I, was, he, I mean, I had no expectations. Silas had no expectations. He wasn't even expecting it. All right. And was so he, he was, and, 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 and I should add this, a personal note. autographed Oriole bird? No, a personal note from an Oriole staff member saying thanks for doing the, you know, the celebration and we wish you the best of luck on your T-ball season. By staff member, you mean Mike Elias or Brandon Hyde or uh, Cedric Mullins? No, no, there was no no personalization. Josh, I don't think they get get Cedric Mullins involved in every gift they sent out to fans. I just thought it was I nice know. that they even I thought know. about that. All right, was Silas excited? He was very excited. And he wears the hat all the time now. Okay, good, good. Is it a nice hat or is it a leftover dugout club hat? No, it's just like the one I'm wearing, except okay, it's uh, kid size. Kid size. All right, all right, good, good. Yeah, good, it's good. a good hat. All right. And and it was like not just little stickers, it was the big stickers, like this symbol and another one, like big old stickers. All right. Yeah. Sorry. It was good. All right. Uh AJ it's must have been drinking all through the Oriole game because he's asking if they'll do the bird bath in section three thirty six to honor us. Right. So. They should. It's an outrage that they don't. Right. AJ, it's outrageous that <laughs> they don't. They absolutely should. Uh-huh. No, we'll let, do- RDT take the, we'll let RDT take the credit for it. It's fine. Yeah, when they start doing a bird about 336 and RDT takes credit for that, oh, it's going to be on then. <laughs> Podcast War is back on. Do you think Do you think any hoses reach up to 336? Yeah, you need to They'll get have to wear like sense. those backpack hoses. Yeah, you need to just like bring in buckets of water yourself or something. I don't know. Provide your own yeah. water. I don't know. But- I'd like to see a bunch of Homer hoses get up in section 336. We'll do that. Oh, yeah, we'll we we can absolutely do that. We actually get the we'll numbers up there. But all right, ready to get out of here? Yeah, I think we. we I don't know what we covered tonight, but I think we covered some some Oriole talk. Yeah, we got we got some Otani talk. We got some yeah, we got some Orioles talk in there. Okay, I, we we're all little, still positive about the Orioles, even doing this right after a loss. We're positive. We're yeah, I mean, we're coming off back to back series wins and um. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see. We'll, we'll we'll see where we are in a week and the week after that because May still hasn't gotten easier. I know we've gotten through the Braves and the Pirates and the Rays, uh, but it's still we still got a bunch of tough teams in there. So we'll see. Yeah. All right. Let's get out of here. Go check out BirdlandSports.com. I put up a new Brian Baker shirt this weekend with him doing the moonwalk, and I've got some Mr. Splash stuff coming out this week. Josh, do you think they should have? I saw a bunch of people talking about this cameos for Mr. Splash. Like they should get yes. former players best, and other best idea people. I've ever heard. Yes, could you, I would. Yes, but they need Mr. Splash to be like, yeah, totally. I want to see Jay Gibbons out there as Mr. Splash. Yeah, see, I think that's your answer for like you said you should only do it on weekends. I think weekends no. they should bring the special guests. No, yeah, weekends. I totally to make agree it special. With special. Make it special. Like, yeah. I want to see Brian Roberts out there as Mr. Splash. Adam yeah. Jones as Mr. Splash. Yeah. Yes, totally bring guys back for, for – because it's about the fans. And the the fans are having fun with it. The team's having fun with it. So you know, And it's gotten – the other thing that it's done good for Orioles is it got them national exposure. Uh, yeah, AJ's correct. Dempsey is perfect to come out for Mr. Splash. Yeah. I bet you get Marlon Humphrey to do it. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. I, can you get Lamar out there, or will Lamar just make it out himself? Mm, maybe pay him enough too guaranteed soon? money. Not too soon. Pay him enough gu- guaranteed money. Can for I ask it? why Lamar hasn't thrown out the first pitch yet? He should have, like, as soon as they signed, he should have thrown out the first pitch. Yeah, he should throw out every first pitch as far as I'm involved. Yeah. Hey, if we make the playoffs, though, do you know who has to do the splash zone if we make the playoffs? First playoff game. Who are you putting in the splash zone? For the first playoff game? Yeah. Mark Showalter. No, he'll be busy in the playoffs. He'll be himself. busy in the playoffs, probably, hopefully. Um, first splash zone. Uh, Peter Angelos. Mm, no, I'm thinking your boy, Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps is a great Mr. Splash. Yeah, but you have to save him. You have to save him for the playoffs. He's not a regular yeah. season Mr. Yeah, Splash. Yeah, no, you guy. save him for the playoffs. I do. I, you go out there with his Speedo and goggles on. Let's go. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Celebrity Mr. Splashes is a great idea. Yeah, we can go all day with, with who could get on there. But it's got to be people related to the Orioles. You're not going to bring in like... Uh, or related you, to Baltimore. Not, yeah, yeah, or Baltimore. Don't bring musicians in, is what I'm saying. Yeah, unless they have Baltimore connections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Unless you're known for being in Baltimore. Don't just because you're performing a concert for John Angelos, Andy Grammer now suddenly doesn't also get to be Mr. Splash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some random no, no, no. country singer. Shaq, Shaq comes in to do a little DJ thing. So I could see, I'd like to see Shaq as Mr. Splash. I, I could yeah. see that one. No, I'd be good with that. Good I'd with be Shaq. good with that. I know he's got no ties to Baltimore, but Shaq gets my approval. Yeah. All right, sorry, I interrupted you. Yeah, you can get your Splish Splash t-shirts co- coming soon. Yeah, and Homer Hoses. Sports. Plenty of Homer yeah. Hoses available. All right. Um, which are good either in the home or at the stadium. We use here ours yeah. at the home. You can use I advise you, they're the perfect size to get into the stadium. They're also the perfect size for Little League, but I advise you not to use them for Little League. Parents don't seem to really like that. Yeah, they're, they're well, especially in Florida, maybe they really don't understand it. No. No, yeah. they don't. They don't. Yeah. And you can, if, you know, just follow that on Berlin Sports. You can follow me on Twitter at Section336. You can also follow Josh on Twitter at Josh Roca and at Birdland Sports. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's.